You know things, I know some too. Sit right down, the will explain them to you. If there's a thing you want to explain, these two feminists can entertain. Nerdy stuff, sexy stuff, so much to know. Tune in for the Femsplain Show. Femsplain! Hi, Diana. Hi, Avalon. What you doing? Uh, uh, fiddling. Oh. Fidgeting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> what, what are you doing? I'm recording a podcast. Oh, I... <laughs> I wasn't sure I was invited to that. Um, What's the podcast called? Uh, the podcast is called Avalon Only No Diana. Avalon explains things. Yeah, that sounds like a better concept for a podcast. <laughs> it does not. Than the one I was thinking we should do. <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> I was thinking something like Femsplained, where both of us would explain a topic badly okay well i do prefer my idea but since you're here let's just uh go ahead with yours thank you um i will say that uh quarantine has really diminished my ability to force my way into people's lives by just being present all the time until Ah. people accept me as their friend Uh uh-huh uh you can't really do that when you're maintaining an online friendship it's different i don't know i would disagree i think you I think just the act of liking and commenting on things forces people (laughs) to become at least slightly comfortable with your presence. And then all of a sudden they start acknowledging your presence. And that's been my (laughs) quarantine journey. (laughs) I uh, well, in that case, it's going great. Great. (laughs) Um, So uh, what is Femsplained, though, which is the podcast we are doing? Yeah. um, Femsplained is a... uh, podcast that you always summarize better than I do, but it is essentially you and I talking about things in nerd culture, whether it's a fandom, our own personal experiences, or some combination of those two things. Uh, And then people can listen to it if they choose to. Oh, that sounds great. Uh, (laughs) Sounds all right. (laughs) Yeah, we have, um, we had, that was definitely not my breast pump. (laughs) (laughs) then uh yeah we won't talk about that um so this week's episode is avalon explaining breast pumps uh to me uh what it is is uh a mutual episode because we just had a good homework catch up uh last week and uh halloween is right around the corner it's true so we thought we'd just talk about that i tell you what you're getting pretty big for your britches if you think you can pick a topic without a man explaining it to us first (laughs) i forgot about francis (laughs) i really (laughs) i genuinely did it's been a few episodes Wow. All right. Well, then, Francis, please explain Halloween to me, and I will definitely not just say what you say right back right. to the audience. The Mansplain Minute presents... A very cismail Halloween. Hey girl, it's Halloween, and you know what that means? Party City! And no, I don't just mean figuratively. We're going to Party City to get the best couple's costume $60 can buy. How about this one? It's a plug and an electrical outlet. Get it? Because sex. And that's what we're going to have tonight, because that's what Halloween is about. Drunk, sloppy, vanilla lovemaking on my friend's couch after his shitty house party. What's that? You don't want to go to my frat brother's house party? That's okay. There's plenty to do on Halloween. How about we go over to McFlanagan's? They're having a dope-ass Halloween party. And you know what shitty college bars lack in good smell or not plastic cups really makes up for in crowds and non-consensual butt brushing. And hey, who knows? Maybe we'll win the costume contest. A whole $50 gift card to Chili's! Truly, Halloween is frat boy Christmas. And that's your Mansplain Minute.
Okay, so Francis thinks that that's what Halloween is. So let's... Chances are he's right. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> I will say that I don't know what Halloween is, so I'm not going to talk about that. Halloween is a holiday, I guess. <laughs> um, there are costumes. What what, at, what are you doing right now? I don't know. You know what <laughs> Halloween is? <laughs> I mean, I guess I do. I just don't know, like, facts that are beyond the common knowledge of Halloween. Listen. This podcast may have created the expectation based on the description of the actual podcast that we would be giving some historical context and explanation for Halloween, which on some level I think we're capable of doing. But we have decided that our preference is that we're just going to talk about Halloween. (laughs) Yeah, and how much we like it. Yeah, we like it. (laughs) We like Halloween. (laughs) Um, I'm going to start by saying that Halloween – was like, I think it was a lot of probably a lot of kids' favorite ho- holidays when they were y- little because you get to dress up in costume and like go around and eat a bunch of candy and stuff like What's that. What's not so to like? Pretty, yeah, exactly. But I like it was my favorite holiday for a little bit longer than I say the average kid, and then, and then I well, we, you know this, but we met someone who, as an adult their favorite holiday was Halloween yeah, and turned it into a contest yeah, for who could be the most into Halloween person. Which at first felt like a fun Halloween sort of call to action. And then very slowly became traumatically stressful. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Every year for the first couple of weeks of October – was just like it, the floor was covered with eggshells. Yes. And sometimes literal eggshells <laughs> yes. because of some elaborate project. Yes, exactly. Uh, but, but now that we are not in that environment, Halloween has kind of had a second uh, resurgence in, in it being just a nice, fun experience, I think. Yeah. It's uh, it's taken me a little while, I'm going to be honest, to, to not feel competitive and stressed about Halloween. Yeah. It's yeah. probably only been the last two years. <laughs> so, all right. Let's talk about experiencing Halloween as an adult. Okay. What, all right. What, like, what do adults do on Halloween? Like, because you don't go trick-or-treating. No. I think that regular adults don't do anything or maybe they like sort of (laughs) put on some zombie makeup like lightly and watch movies and pass out candy right i think younger adults uh just maybe have a half-assed costume and go to a party okay those seem like normal, uh, very tempered things to do yes. <laughs> on this holiday. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, the, probably the nerdier you get, the more elaborate the costuming could be potentially. But I still don't think that there's a lot of like really appealing social opportunities on Halloween that are maybe proportionate to the amount of effort that I want to put into a costume. Like I want Halloween cons basically. Yeah. yeah. What is that not a thing? I mean, it that might, feels like it should be. A thing. I don't know where they are. It's just really hard as a nerdy person when you really go all out on a costume and then you just kind of like go bar crawling in town and you realize like, Everybody's. Everyone else is dressed as a sexy squirrel. Yeah, and, and you're like, and you're like, wait, wait, don't you get this reference? Right, isn't this what Halloween's yeah. supposed to be? And then you know, you're having a lot of fun drunk girl bathroom conversations where you realize like no one really gets your costume or why you yeah. tried that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I base, I guess two, two and a half or two. Two and a half. That doesn't make any sense. Three years ago, I guess. I oh, on half Halloween. On half Halloween, which is also a time where I dress up. Um, probably. So three years ago on Halloween, I handmade a Peter Pan costume because I have that 
fixation mm-hmm. that we all know about. No, um, no one knows about that. Yeah. And I went to a costume contest at the gay bar across the street from my apartment at the time uh, where they were doing a drag show slash Halloween costume contest, which is pretty rad. I mean, that's pretty yeah. much like I think probably like the funnest adult activity to do on Halloween. For sure. Um, and um, and I won that costume contest uh, as Link. <laughs> Oh. because they did not know that I was dressed as Peter Pan. So they were the, the drag queen was like, and the prize goes to Link. Where's Link? And I was like, oh, where's Link? Like looking around <laughs> until the drag queen came off the stage and grabbed me. So that's <laughs> arguably more nerdy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> I, I get that they're very similar looking. That's very funny. Concepts. I, a recent Halloween, I went out, uh, I guess it was two years ago, and I went to a gay bar, and there were a couple of people there who had put a lot of effort into their costumes, but the costume contest winner was a very traditionally attractive gay man with a sponge thong who was spongebob (laughs) (laughs) and that was one of those times where it was just like i don't know i need an alternative halloween environment i don't mind the party atmosphere but like for the love of god (laughs) some of us spent money on this (laughs) cried over some of us have blisters on our fingers from hot glue yeah we do there needs to be like a con you're right Mm -hmm. um where like the costumes so that's that's i guess the other thing is that there's there are two kinds of halloweens right Right. there's scary halloween and there's comedy halloween i think are the two genres of halloween that i'm separating what would you can what would you put in the comedy halloween category so i think that like people who opt to watch the Adams Family movies oh. and dress up as cultural references or puns and stuff like that. Yeah. I would say, I guess, instead of comedy, I would say like soft Halloween. Soft Halloween? Yeah. That makes me think that it's weaker than scary no, Halloween. No, like, because <laughs> I think, okay, so I'm saying soft because. Really, I think it, for me, is scary versus, like, nostalgia or, like, trying to capture this, like, childlike wonder of Halloween, which is why you're revisiting Ooh. all these movies that were important when you were younger. So I think I mean soft and more of, like, a uh, comfy, ethereal comfy. Okay. way. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed that to, like, make sense. for girls. Quote unquote. <laughs> it's boys. Like softball is what I'm Halloween. thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boys watch the Freddy Krueger yeah. movies and girls, girls cry over Snoopy. <laughs> like, <laughs> girls cry over Thackeray Binks. Yeah, well, that's true. I yell cry over Thackeray Binks on Halloween. Um, wow. When I tell you that I wrote a love letter to that cat and put it in my mailbox for the postman (laughs) when I was a child and it was specified it was like dear Thackeray parentheses the cat Thackeray (laughs) I did not like it when he turned back into a stupid man oh I did I did not want that oh I I loved him him. my cat (laughs) no he could be like my cat during the day and then like my boyfriend at other times I think that there's a genre <laughs> of just that <laughs> that we need to tap into. Um, okay. Cat by day, boyfriend by night, Avalon's ideal. <laughs> I guess I would be soft Halloween then. Yeah. I like the creepy vibe of Halloween. I don't want to go full nostalgia, but I can't do anything scary at all. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Like pretty much... Like, I would say it's definitely a 90-10 split of, like, the type of media I watch during Halloween being funny or nostalgic versus being actually scary. 
I, I think that a big part of me wants to be able to consume scary stuff. There's some level of appeal there. I feel like I'm missing out a little bit. Um, I think because often there's a supernatural element and I like typically that kind of media, but I just fucking can't do it at all. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see a trailer. Like, I'm not fucking around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't show me no. a scary trailer. I can see that this is this is why um, the root of all evil is autoplay videos on the internet while you're scrolling and <laughs> like, do you see spooky the, stuff? Oh yeah, all the time, oh, all the time, spooky stuff that I did not want to see and will bother me forever. Once you have the visual in your head, it's never gone. No, it's never gone, and now I know it's out yeah. there, and I know that the spirit of the girlfriend he killed is coming back to get him or whatever i don't know the um, real horror is this why the I'm normativity not, of that the, <laughs> this is why i'm not in charge of writing scary movies if you were um, maybe you could write one i could watch oh i totally would write one you could watch it would not be very scary um so i always thought as a kid that growing i mean everything really comes back to hocus pocus hocus pocus is the blueprint for halloween um is it i think it is yeah it's too saturated now we can't it's like it anymore i think i might be sick of it now and i'm really bummed about it and but i think abc family or whatever that channel is called freeform has just taken it too far i just think okay i think everything in our lives could be fixed if we Finally, we're invited to that party that was going on in that girl's house at the beginning of the movie. Sure. Like, I feel like I will (laughs) finally understand adulthood when I spend Halloween at that party. Bobbing for apples in a, like... Oh, that party, not the put a spell on you party. No, 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 no. Because I would rather go to that. that... Which is like more fun. Well, I I mean, okay, I guess I would not mind being hypnotized by Bette Midler, but I don't know. You're not really like a passive, you're not really an active participant in that. You're just kind of like, you don't really, I don't know if you really get to experience it. So I'm not specifically talking about Bette Midler putting a spell on me. I mean, like the party up until that point looked like a party oh, I want yeah, to go to. Yeah, like. Pretty good, pretty dancey. Yeah, like people were on MDMA. Yeah, it was like a little, yeah. little, little middle-aged swingery, you know. Oh, definitely. That's why the parents were not dancing together. By the way, when the kids found exactly. them, they were like a completely they were separate quite parts far of this apart. Big... Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. is the dad's costume? <laughs> he's Dracula. No, he's not. Right? He's a vampire. He's a he, vampire he... in pajamas and a robe. I think it's a pun. Yeah, he's, he's, Is it he's dad? dead. Yeah, but Kula? he's dead. Dead-cula. 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 Dad-cula. The pronunciation there haunts me. <laughs> what <laughs> was the dad's costume in Hocus Pocus? Listeners, please tell us. <laughs> well, I do think it was dad but his Transylvanian accent... Made it sound like... Really, did, d- yeah, really runs yeah, that joke to the ground. Yeah. And then the joke also the wasn't was, good. And then the mom was just Madonna. The mom was just out there to get it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think it was a swingers party. Yeah. And that's why. <laughs> and that's and it was a very big one. The it whole was town was there. The whole town was there. The whole town of Salem. Although I feel like the whole town Halloween. was also at that fancy party you're talking about. That one seemed smaller and only for like rich people they they do the weird stuff after bobbing for apples got it and like they don't they don't let the whole town know about it yeah did you okay so what was your real suburban experience with halloween did people did you trick-or-treat at people's houses that you like came into the house and bob for apples holy shit no oh my god uh i wouldn't want to that seems like too much my suburban experience with Halloween was very, uh, well, it was my grandfather's favorite holiday. So he came out to Long Island from the city every year on Halloween. 
and um, basically it was still light out when we did our trick-or-treating, like as kids. Right. Was, that was a New was York like thing. It was like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That really bugged and, me when I moved there. Yeah. Yeah. Continue, and you'd walk just up and down your own street uh, and you'd get a couple pieces of candy and then like later on when you're a teenager maybe you're allowed to go at night but weird violence always happened when i was a teenager what like what and it was like it was like i don't know it was like some weird part of like there was some weird rite of passage of experiencing weird halloween related violence what? like i got hit in the in the ass by like <laughs> I had no idea what you're gonna say <laughs> I got hit in the ass by a chlorine bomb once and it like what the fuck does that ruined mean? my my costume and gave me like a welt that the size of my fist what's a chlorine uh, bomb uh, people drive by and and shoot little like balloons filled with chlorine out of a <laughs> water <laughs> and, like or like paintballs sometimes I got hit with paintballs <gasps> Uh, and, uh, <laughs> how old were you? Were people shooting paintball guns at kids? I mean, no, this is like after dark and we were like 13, 14 or 15. That's a little. Age. I know. <laughs> it's little, but it was weird. It was like, if that didn't, I don't know if that didn't happen one year, it was very odd. Um, man, Long Island needs to sink into the ocean. <laughs> I, and scientists tell us that that can happen. So, so well, I hope it happens all, on Halloween. We're all really looking forward to it. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. It was really. It there was a lot of weird violence, and a lot less TPing than I had expected. I've never on seen that in real life. Told me. Yeah, yeah. Movies told me there was going to be a lot of toilet paper the morning after Halloween on every lawn. And that was very much not a, a thing, but bruises were. Jeez. <laughs> the other thing that movies told me about Halloween that I'd never experienced until moving to Long Island was egging. I never oh, actually yeah. saw anyone waste eggs by throwing them at something until I moved there. Oh, yeah. It was, it was really weird. This was not something mm. that I personally ever really experienced a lot of, but when I was little and my brother who was very much like involved with like football and being mm. handsome or whatever, I don't know. Um, <laughs> the, the, the like popular kids yeah. that, that, that was a thing. It was like, they made plans where they were like, we're going to egg Eddie's place or whatever. And like, <laughs> it was just like a, a, cons a combined effort to go and and throw shit at some kid's parents belongings yeah <laughs> it's like it was really bizarre i would have someone's ass <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> uh, yeah. wow robin would get in so much trouble i can't even conceive of that yeah don't do it don't egg people's cars it's, it's so, so gross to clean yeah i don't know kid man kids suck yeah, it's very the the violent parts were not at all for me. Well, okay, that was not at all what it was like. <laughs> what was your experience? So it was so nice. It was like as soon as it would get a little dusky and you were still putting on you're starting to put on your Halloween makeup or do your finishing touches, you would know it was almost time because that's when all the little kids would go trick-or-treating with their parents. And you would see them all go at house to house, like right when the porch lights started coming on and the little kids Aww. would be out. And then the second it was dark proper, um, that it didn't you couldn't go out until then. And then it was just like free for all, like probably like eight to 13 year olds. Um, but everybody just went like house to house with their pillowcases and stuff. Nobody did anything bad or weird. And Oh uh, yeah. Pillowcases. Yeah. So superior to Halloween baskets. Yeah. Cause you can fit so much more shit, but pillowcases yeah. are kind of hard to hold on to when it gets really heavy. That's the downside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And it was just very wholesome. I don't remember anything bad ever happening, but one time I found a stray cat <gasps> Did you keep it? Yes. Is that Jim? No, Is it's not Jim. Jim. Oh. But it was a spare cat that did. It was spare cat. 
It's a spare it's a cat. cat. It's a stray cat. I found a free cat on the street. That's just a spare. Um, but it was feral, so it didn't actually make a great pet. Sure. But we named it Spooky. Oh, good cat, Spooky. Yeah. But no, it really pissed me off that people didn't trick or treat after dark when I was on Long Island. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. Very sanitized. I, I also like, I remember like the introduction of like the the trunk or treats mm. and then like like stuff like that or like the the library in-house trick-or-treating and stuff like that 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 continued to evolve over the years yeah and people started trick-or-treating less and less and less which has been a big disappointment of being an adult because I was always so excited by the idea of being able to give out the candy yeah and it, that has literally never happened to me yeah no one in my entire adult life has ever knocked on my door in any of my homes it's totally a bummer here because i live in pretty pretty modest housing at the bottom of a hill of like very fancy houses and so just like two blocks over the houses are really much nicer and so the kids never come here (laughs) they just do the big houses because they probably get better candy and that's fine but i i mean i'll give you a handful yeah I would be so excited. I, if ever in my adult life, someone ever knocks on this door, I don't even care if it's on Halloween. And they're like, trick or treat candy. I will, I will jump for joy. Mm-hmm. Find something to give them. And yeah. Did you ever get anything like weird when trick or treating when you were a kid? Is that a Long uh, Island thing? I got a toothbrush yeah. like once, but for the most part, yeah. it was normal. Pocket Bibles uh, Man, were. Yeah, I know. Uh, And chick tracks were like a thing. But like you, it was like a thing where you very quickly identified that it was always like this one or two houses that would give out stuff like that. And then you just never went there ever again. Yeah. Um, And uh, but then there was like one time we like found out, you know, it was like always find out who is the guy giving out full size candy bars Mm -hmm. this year and like go hound them. Um. And I once got there after they had run out of full-sized candy bars. And I was not the kind of kid to be like, fuck you, man. Yeah, of <laughs> course. Or anything like that. Like, But I I, go, well, I got up to the door and he was like, uh, I'm out um, here. And he put like money in my bag and was like, can you go tell the other kids that we're out of candy? <laughs> like he was just like, don't send any more kids here or something like I was in charge uh of the of spreading information like that um and also I was not yet a teenager so I did not like spend money right I did not have a concept of that yet uh so that was just money I gave my parents like that's why it needs to be after dark because the porch light being on and off is the signal Yeah, I guess we didn't really listen to that. I oh. went up to every single house. No, <laughs> only if the light is on. I, I keep I doing just, it wrong. I, yeah, I probably was. All right. So what are are there any Okay, so what are your Halloween movies? My Halloween movies are literally no scary ones at all. Um basically Hocus Pocus, the Adams Family movies, Casper, um um let's see you open up a candy right now is that a candy it is (laughs) (laughs) okay good it's a Reese's pumpkin (laughs) oh Reese's pumpkins yeah Reese's pumpkins are the most special candy in the world yeah I would say it's so special it's and somehow more special than the eggs and the trees eggs are Uh, the best for me. Oh, I did. Yeah. They're easy they're the easiest Reese's to peel. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I start a sentence and I know I shouldn't have. <laughs> so like I, you know what? That makes not sense, always, but like as a kid I would eat the chocolate all the chocolate off and then the peanut butter. Oh. I see. Okay. <laughs> That's not what I thought you meant when you said peel. And for some reason okay. the egg, I guess 
ironically because it's an egg, but the the outer chocolate casing always like comes away very cleanly on it. Fascinating. And then when I was little, I would take the remaining peanut butter and just like smush it into a ball, like all of them. <laughs> just smush the ball into one big peanut butter ball. <laughs> I'm really disappointed that that you did not do that in front of me just now. You ate that disgusting. Reese's pumpkin very. And then very I would normally. I would make a giant peanut butter ball and then eat it like an apple. <laughs> All right. Well, I would like to do that because I want to experience that level of joy and sugar. Yeah. So I'm gonna try that this year. Uh. <laughs> What what are your favorite Halloween movies? So I do like the nostalgia ones. Um, I I want to I always want to like spooky movies or like scary movies. So I try to like get as close as I can with it. Like I like Trick or Treat. Like to me, that's about as close as I can get. I just rewatched that movie and it was not as good as I remember Fuck, it being. Really? I really only watched it. The only part I really like is Anna Paquin's. Line. I think that's a good part. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess reviewing it in my head, that's probably the part that I would like the most. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's like scary adjacent. I like um I like watching Sleepy Hollow. Oh, we just rewatched that one. That one was good. That was good. Yeah, I have this really distinct memory of gayness of thinking that Johnny Depp's Ichabod Crane was like the dreamiest. <laughs> and then he has like an interview where he is like, I don't know why people think this guy is dreamy. I was just trying to be like, I was just trying to act like a 16 year old girl. <laughs> and the 16 year old girl in me was just like, oh. <laughs> maybe that's, maybe that's, maybe that's the answer to my Maybe <laughs> that's what I'm here for. And I didn't yeah. realize, but yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think that all Tim Burton movies feel Halloween-y to me. I could take or leave they, Nightmare Before Christmas in general, to be honest. Yeah. Um, well, they don't feel Halloween-y to me. A lot of them feel Christmassy. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like to Edward me, Edward Scissorhands, Scissorhands is Christmassy. Definitely yeah. a Christmas movie. <laughs> and I like, suddenly can't think of any other Tim Burton movies. That's fine. Yeah. He's a... Uh... He, he's, he's he's 86 yeah yeah he's he's done enough yeah um i we only let him stay around for so long because danny elfman music is is pretty cool that's fair yeah i, I think um so yeah uh, anyway uh sleepy hollow would be one for sure that i tried mm-hmm. to cycle through i like to watch the crow oh wow i haven't seen that since high school i think yeah rewatch it i rewatched it last year i don't I really hate rewatching things generally. I'm just bad at that as a human. Not me. I know. And, and everybody like <laughs> you had a post recently that was like, what's your sick day movie or something? And I was just like, I can't fucking watch the same thing. What's wrong with me? Um, so typically, you know, I'll, I'll cycle like I'll have like a year, B year. Cause I can't even watch it really this two Halloweens in a row. Yeah. But um, anyway, last Halloween I watched the crow and I, I thought it was, pretty fun that's probably a, a serious isn't that movie scary or was i just it's not scary it's just dark okay it's more like sad it's like gothy it's like talison the movie <laughs> 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 i feel like <laughs> that is that is that does describe a genre very very clearly yes. to me it's like talison kind of Jackie. wholesome but also kind of serious and dark um and it's sad, you know, because of the, the guy dying. But sure. Um, wow. I guess. Yeah. I guess mine are all pretty whimsical. Like, yeah, like really whimsical. I like a balance. Or sad. Drop Dead Fred <gasps> is one. That is not a Halloween I... movie. It's. It but is. it is a very important movie. It is not a Halloween yeah. movie. It's oh. just a. <laughs> That's the movie I like to watch when I have to start a new round of <laughs> antidepressants. <laughs> my tradition is if I have to change my prescription at all for my antidepressants, I like to watch that movie. 
just because that's a large part of the plot. Yeah, it, it makes it just makes it feel fun. Yeah, <laughs> and at the end, I take my first dose of Zoloft. <laughs> And maybe your imaginary friend will pop into reality to tell you to stop. Exactly. <laughs> and then you get an imaginary friend. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I would love that. That feels right. I made Francis watch it with me once without telling him that's why. <laughs> when I was starting <laughs> meds. And I think it might have made him feel uncomfortable, but that's okay. He's that's like, fine. are you trying to telegraph to me that you don't want to take them? I'm like, no. Just. I just, just want to like come up with a whole lore around it. <laughs> yeah, wanted wanted to feel more dramatic. Yeah, it's never dramatic enough. <laughs> it's always like you go to the doctor and they give you antidepressants and never. Yeah, like, there's never like war. a whole self discovery, weird romantic tension with your childhood imaginary friend. Like I miss out on that part. Weird sexual tension with your imaginary. I was gonna friend. say sexual, but then it felt it felt like more than that. Yeah, it is more than that. Yeah. but it. It's, like, very romantically tense, but then, like, I don't know, he hits her a lot, which I don't know why. <laughs> that's, like, <laughs> that's <my> definitely sexual. He's, <laughs> like, always kicking her and yes. calling her names in, like, a schoolboy way. I that's... never understood the cobwebs thing as a kid. I, I didn't either, and bless her heart, my grandma sure told me. <laughs> she... she <laughs> She was laughing so hard, and I was like, what? I thought that meant she had some kind of funny, lacy underwear on that looked like cobweb pattern when I was a little kid. Yeah, nope, just a nope. children's movie telling us that her her downstairs was dusty. <laughs> really good. All right, there's definitely more Halloween movies that I'm liking on. But what, all right, what other Halloween traditions uh, are you, as an adult, do you carve pumpkins? Oh, okay. So I actually never carved a pumpkin as a kid, ever. I carved my first pumpkin like three years ago, I think. Why? I don't know, we just didn't do it. If you we had to guess why, like what was going on there? <laughs> that horrible I... mistake was being made. I don't know. I think maybe because it was just like a messy, messy thing that that and it involved knives, and my parents were not very trustworthy of us. That's fair. That's fair. Um, which is very fair. Um, but yeah, I really actually like it. It's a very fun experience. Um, it's so fun. Yeah. It's hard though. It is hard. If you're good at it, like, fuck you. <laughs> you're good at it i sometimes think that are people out there using laser cutters to do this because sometimes i'm like i'm in very much in disbelief about what i'm seeing it must be one of those things where like if you just slightly invest in the tools you're using it significantly improves your ability because i always mm. just have like one rusty dollar store pumpkin blade <laughs> <laughs> and you can't like turn a corner or anything it's just like a series of stabs like you're poking something out with a series of stabs yes. lots of straight lines yeah exactly so my pumpkin artwork it's hard for me to believe that even somebody with like an mfa could use that tool to do something impressive <laughs> <laughs> but i guess i could be wrong my problem with carving pumpkins is that i love it so much conceptually and then halfway through, like, the scooping part, I'm over it. And then <laughs> by the time I have it all scraped out inside, whoa, like, I don't need, I'm too tired. I don't want to carve it anymore. Right. I should do it in um, stages, I guess. So... I, what I never understood is the people who don't carve pumpkins, but they just like shave a shape into the pumpkin. Do you know? <laughs> do you know? I do, which I think is cool. And I've, tr I've attempted to try to incorporate in my designs in recent years. It was mostly, and the listeners will know this, but the face you made when he said shaved. It's like. Because I couldn't think of a better word to describe it, yeah. but I didn't want to say that one. <laughs> no, it, <laughs> or it's it's giving like um, almost gradients of light and dark. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
any through shaving that are listening i apologize i mean they probably shave it yeah i mean or that's scrape what, it that's i don't what know i call it when i when i peel my vegetables for dinner <laughs> i've got to shave the skin well they don't peel the pumpkin you peel a reese's pumpkin <laughs> You don't peel, you peel a pumpkin. your candy <laughs> yeah. like Avalon does. Oh, you God. Shave My fingers are probably so gross after that whole process. <laughs> Just chocolatey and peanut buttery. If, like, you know, it starts melting oh. as you're making a giant peanut butter ball. Like, that's fucking gross. I don't know, but it sounds like the payoff would be great. <laughs> Satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> One time, can we just, this is a podcast about Reese's peanut butter cups now. So one time for for Secret Santa, my colleague bought me one of those comically big Reese's peanut butter cups, the ones that are like Ooh, yeah, of your chest. Um, and I ate it. I ate it. Yeah. I mean, it took me like a week or two, but I ate it faster than people expected. Yeah. It was good. The peanut butter to chocolate ratio was I'm better than it's ever been. I would think it was just peanut butter. It's pretty much just peanut butter. Yeah. But it's like that not real peanut butter. That's better than peanut butter. Because it's a little powdery. Yeah. That's yeah. When you compress it into a ball, you really like bring out the powderiness. I'm so sorry that the listeners of Femsplain are never going to be able to eat Reese's peanut butter cups again because we've ruined it. Yeah. I got to say, between this and the chicken story, it seems like maybe I have problems. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, wow. Isn't that something, huh? It's something. What's Halloween like living in the city? Well, it was a fun romp once upon a time. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks to, I mean, you know, the city is where all the gays migrate to in adulthood. Uh, so obviously Halloween here is is much better um, as that is the LGBTQ plus holiday. Mm. Um, but uh, obviously I, I don't know what to do with it now yeah. because no matter what Halloween is, it definitely is always been a social event like even as a kid it's like you know that's yeah is, it's not like other holidays involve staying in and, and like right there's no solo halloweens there's no like staying in really like even as a kid and like as an adult you go to some sort of party or a contest or a bar even or whatever um i think that i would say that my least because you know that i've i've bounced around a lot in long island and and uh, upstate and the city and South Carolina and all, all, all many places that I've been. Um, the most disappointing place I've lived uh, on Halloween was Sleepy Hollow. I have heard that it really sucks. It's like, I mean, you know, especially when you compare that like Salem mm-hmm. is like they lean in, yeah, shut down the entire town and adjacent towns for 10 days every year in order to lean into the fact that we are a I really want to go. Me too. Yeah. I want to go and see more than just the street. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so like Salem really leans into their, their spooky history and their spooky um, nature. And it's a great time. And Sleepy Hollow is probably one of the other towns that, gets associated with Halloweeny spookiness. Mm-hmm. Um and I lived there very briefly, but it did cross Halloween and it's nothing. Yeah. Nothing happens. No events, no participation. I went out in costume and no one else on the street was dressed up. Oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. There's so the capital of Oregon is Salem. So I was like kind of hoping that there was some kind of yeah, just like cutesiness, but there isn't. But what Oregon does have is the town where they filmed Halloween Town, the Disney Channel movie. 
oh shoot is here and the town just like kept all of the props up <laughs> for 20 years or some shit i don't know but it's supposed to be like a tourist attraction and every year they have like the cast comes back and does signings and um that's adorable yeah and i was really excited about it i i expected it to be like a, a little a little salem experience you know not too much but um i went with francis last year and it was actually just kind of sad <laughs> It was a little more of a bummer than than fun, (laughs) but yeah, um, but yeah. So there's that at least. Oh, here's one Halloween thing that I have never really participated in, yeah, as an adult or as a kid. But I know a lot of people do this, where you go like apple picking or like getting, you know, getting fall. Uh, fruits and veggies like pumpkin picking, yeah. apple picking, and like cherry picking or whatever. You should do that. Yeah, it's I've super basic, but it's fun and it's really accessible to you. It's just like probably like a forty-five oh. minute drive into oh. New Jersey or something. We went one right, time in right, New right. Jersey and it was nice, um, but there's just like anywhere. Have you seen that SNL skit? No. Okay, that's what it's like, and you, and we're gonna. I'm gonna send it to you right after this. Okay, but. good. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's fun. We we've done that out here a few times. I try to st- stupidly for my own brain. I try to separate that from a Halloween activity to be like a non-Halloween fall activity. But yeah. it's totally an arbitrary difference. I just it is. It's just yeah, something I in mean, my mind <laughs> that I can't disconnect uh, the ho- holidays from their season. That's fair. Um, I can't do it. We went yeah. the last two years, and it was really fun, but we didn't go this year. It's not too late, wow. but... I mean, it's kind of... It's not too hard to distance. It's just that usually there's a corn maze, so maybe don't do the corn maze. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound fun to me. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, I did a, I, I did hay rides when I was a kid. Hay rides are fun. So the hay ride thing happened... At so for a brief time when I was a kid, my sister wanted to learn how to ride horses. It was like her thing. That feels right. Like, I'm, yeah, <laughs> she wanted to be a horse girl. Um, it was very sad. She got thrown from a horse and broke <gasps> her arm and, ne- and never went back. You know, some Aww. people some people stick with it after that, and some people don't. Some people. it's like inevitable that you break your what you break a bone. Yeah, is it? It's. That's what I mean. That's what the lady who ran this farm told us was that <laughs> at, like every every kid eventually gets. You either suck it up or you quit. <laughs> I'm, I'm just now realizing that maybe she was <laughs> being a little dramatic with us, but I I really did believe that that was just your sister just didn't have what it took. <laughs> so I of course did not want to learn how to ride a horse because I have a healthy fear of God's creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I did not take those lessons. Um, but I did have to go every like week to the lesson um, and spend my time there uh, while my sister got her horseback riding lesson. So what I did was I, I just went to the chicken coop and I picked up all the chickens and I gave them names and <laughs> told them how much I loved them. Uh, <laughs> until so, they broke my arms. <laughs> until the chickens threw me and <laughs> broke my arm. <laughs> and the lady told us, some kids get back in the coop after that. <laughs> some kids are quitters. <laughs> some kids are quitters. Uh, but so that is the farm where we went on our hay rides. And I was always very disappointed because I just really wanted to go play with the chickens. But we had to sit on this carriage and drive around. And honestly, hay is not as interesting. It's not. And it's a little pokey. Anyone would think. Listen, if it was my farm, I don't see any reason why you can't bring a chicken on the hay ride. That chicken's not going anywhere. farm. Yeah, yeah, the chickens live there. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> oh, I can't wait to take Robin places like that. I think that's going to be very funny and fun. It is. Look at look at how interesting the ceiling is to him right now. <laughs> He's... Imagine what hay is going to look He's like. He's looking out the window. <laughs> I don't know what he's looking at. That's fair. I know that he's looking very fascinated. (laughs) 
Ugh, we we didn't get pumpkins to carve this year. I feel bad, and now it's like, oh, is it too late? Everything's so much more effort. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Costumes. Mm-hmm. What, what was the deal with costumes when you were a kid? When I was a kid, I mean, obviously, like all, all the Party City store bought costumes. It was just, you know, it, it was like, you know, you just stood there and looked at the pictures and then and then bought one. Um, I remember being Where's Waldo? Um, I was, um, I was some sort of. Oh, I was. I bought like a really bad jasmine costume sure. like the, prince, the princess yeah where like where like her stomach is just like a a, a like a bright orange color of like fabric oh. that's in between the, the two i guess pieces. that's better than like a sexy tube top for a kid which is probably what today's sure. version of that costume would be yeah i there's there were definitely ups and downs to that one um and i don't remember anything else and then when I was a teenager, it was just wearing pajamas and saying that it was a baby costume. But you were just wearing pajamas. A baby costume. Yeah. We just all wanted to wear pajamas to go out. I don't know why. I fucking hate like a thing. pajamas outside of the specific situation, which is appropriate for pajamas. They are so gross. The bottoms of them always get like ratty and they pick up like uh, little bits yes. of grass and stuff. Oh, <laughs> Yes. This was <laughs> and like a yep, fucking a onesie person. in public. Like I barf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Once you so, introduce fleece to the woods, like that thing has to be burned. Wow. Yeah. This is I. I hear you, and I know that you're right. <laughs> I am just no. I mean, I hard time. I think I'm definitely in the minority with my opinion. <laughs> no, but you have you have valid points there. Um, and then and then of course. Like adulthood is where is where costumes became a thing. Yeah. So I've done Peter Pan. I've also done Link when I realized that my Peter Pan costume just looked <laughs> was like Link. Link to everybody. So I steered into that. Um, uh, last year was the Untitled Goose, <laughs> which is probably my favorite. Um, and this year, who knows? I don't know. I never got to have a store-bought costume. It always had to be homemade when I was a kid, which oh, wow. sounds cool, but was actually, like, not cool at the time. I, I would imagine just based on – I mean, I'm basing this off my own childhood experience, but I'm imagining anything that meant doing a homemade costume would mean lots of screaming. Yes. <laughs> 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 Because of the stress oh, of no. doing any project well, with your you parents. You know what? I never I never was involved. We would go to um, like Joanne Fabric or something and go sit with those giant catalogs of costumes. And we would flip, flip, flip until I picked one out that I liked. And then my mom would just take it from there. And she is not a sewer. So in hindsight, it's very strange to me that she did that. I think she was just wow, trying to give yeah. what felt like the right experience like as a parent because she never made anything the other like 364 days of the year right and I don't remember seeing her work on it I think she would wait till I went to bed and then I imagine it was probably like a lot of rage sewing and like trying to figure it out and stuff um yeah because she never yeah never did anything like that outside of that um that time but that's so interesting I it was always just like slightly wrong and I was not grateful so like I was Princess Jasmine but the whole outfit was purple instead of teal and I don't I, I just assume they didn't have teal fabric I don't know but it like it's the kind of thing you really can't get past when you're a kid yeah you know yeah. things are very everything is very high stakes for you when you're a kid the most you don't unfortunate one is that i was super into the power rangers and oh yeah all my friends in the neighborhood we were all going as power rangers including my best friend who wanted to be the pink ranger and so we both we just both had to be the pink ranger and i just remember us meeting up to go trick-or-treating and they all had these beautiful plastic helmets and mine (laughs) made of felt (laughs) i had like a hat made of like felt cut together to look like the Power Ranger helmet that was like <laughs> floppy and dented and I 
just remember being so jealous of the beautiful plastic helmets that they all had. <laughs> and like my little like pterodactyl emblem on my chest was like cut out of fabric and like kind of pieced together so it was a little bit derpy looking you know and everyone else had like a beautiful printed spandex suit on so um at the time I was I was sometimes a little embarrassed by that um and then one time I really really wanted to be Miko for Halloween is that the name of the raccoon from Pocahontas (laughs) Oh my God, uh, uh, Mika? 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 Yeah. Anyway, Mika. I wanted to be that raccoon, <laughs> um, and I remember my mom also, in hindsight, was like, was in grad school, <laughs> and so you know, why did she do this? Well, and so I was like, you know, I was kind of bratty about wanting to be this raccoon, and she was like, I don't know how to make a raccoon costume. I, I think that we're gonna do something else and it was like the 30th of October and I was so upset and she was like listen if I put you in like a bunch of my clothes you can be Esmeralda <laughs> and so she, she like, just like draped lots of scarves around me and like I guess I was Esmeralda and I had like big hoop earrings and I just remember going house to house and then being like trick-or-treat what are you and I'd be like <clears throat> not a raccoon <laughs> That's what I say every day to people when they ask me what I am. And I got (laughs) not a raccoon. I remember getting in trouble because I had an attitude about it. And it was like, do you want to go home or do you want to be Esmeralda? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It is one of the worst the worst things about being an adult is remembering how bratty you were. I know. It's so embarrassing. Uh, My other traumatic costume memory is that after Esmeralda, I just wanted to be a cat every year because I think I just really found my niche. (laughs) Sure. And one year I was like, okay, I'm not going to have a homemade cat tail. I'm going to buy a tail from Walmart. (laughs) And I like saved up and I went and I bought what I thought was cat ears and a cat tail, like a headband and little thing that you tied around. Um, And then I got it home and it turned out it was bee antennas and like a bee stinger. (laughs) And so, so I went to the Halloween sock hop in my fourth grade and I remember thinking... I just remember being so embarrassed that I had this bee stinger sticking out of my butt and cat face paint and whiskers. And like all my friends were like cute sock hop girls because Grease was really popular again that year for some reason. Oh, yeah. I remember the Grease. Yeah. Yeah. And I just had this stupid pointy thing coming out of my butthole. It's just like, I'll never get a boyfriend. Wow, the stuff we thought people cared about. It's funny that you had like this intro to Halloween that was all homemade crafts and wanted to buy store-bought stuff. Right. But then later in life became an actual crafty person. Yeah. Sews and stuff. I think that I like eventually, there was a, a little bit of a transition time where I started getting into anime all of a sudden. It's like, you know, like fifth sixth seventh grade and then I realized like cosplay was a thing and so then I was like well fuck sewing is definitely the way to go so all right let's see what are you doing for Halloween this year do you know on Halloween I think I mean the three of us will just hang out here which is probably what we would have done anyway I we you know what if if not for COVID we probably would have taken Robin in a stroller around yeah um but my intention is to do a family costume of like Toad, Mario, and Peach because Baby Toad is funny to me and also pretty easy. And Francis already has a Mario That's costume. Brilliant. Yeah. So I just haven't made any headway with it at all. But I will never forgive myself if I just don't do a Halloween costume for my baby's first Halloween. So like I need to get my shit together. 
Um, yeah. But I don't know what I'm going to do for peach because it's not really super easy to throw together. No. Um, and I have the definitely left dress. myself out of this equation in planning. Um, I was, we went to a kink Halloween party two years ago and I was, oh, yeah, and I, I was Bowsette and Francis was like, why don't you just be Bowsette? Just like, you know, cover up more. I was like, I don't think it works that way. Yeah, I'm pretty think, sure that's only a sex joke. Specific yeah. implications. Yes, <laughs> it's like very. Specific. This is our first Halloween of Mario Toad and Mom is as dungeon bouncing. Dungeon. <laughs> a wholesome Toad costume, a Mario costume, and a Donald Trump costume. <laughs> exactly. So, that's very, my family. Mm-hmm. Family portrait time. So, Baby's first Halloween. Well, so we'll probably I get hopefully we'll watch movies and just eat candy. Oh, that sounds nice. Uh, what are you two doing? Well, I don't know. We don't have a, a specific plan for the two of us, but I am going to be dressed up in costume for <gasps> the finale of Four Phases. So I'm gonna I'm going to wear a costume because I will have a this year's version of being in public which is being being on the internet yeah yeah so uh what's your costume gonna be i is it a surprise it's a surprise is it a surprise or have you just not figured it out yet i haven't figured it out yet (laughs) well you need to do something good yeah i have like several pieces of things i do have one of these glorious items sitting over here un- unmade yet. Nice. Do you know what that is? No. Um, I didn't see it. It moved too fast. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do it again for you. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a couple of of pieces that haven't really come together into a full something yet. Um, and it is really nice because because the costume is a stream costume, I only really need like yeah, chest the up face and and chest area to be costume. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Oh, I'm so excited! I I knew that it was that your last episode was on Halloween, and I knew that you've done three out of four episodes. But in my head, I did not do the math that like next week is Saturday and that is Halloween, and you are doing four. I yeah, <laughs> I know it's wild. Yeah. It's really disappointing that this year is the year Halloween is on a Saturday. I know. Like, I so, oh, God, just hate it. And it's um, a full moon, so I hope you're incorporating that in your game. I sure am. It's in my very special notebook. I wrote full moon in, in bubble letters. Nice. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so you know it's serious. Um, all right. Okay. Well, what are you doing after this? Well, I have to go to work, annoyingly. Oh, boo. Um, oh, like soon. Uh, so I'm glad that you're wrapping it up for me. Um, okay, so real quick, let's figure out homework. Because, like, mutual episodes, it's hard to do homework. Halloween, it's like, impossible to do homework. Yeah. Well, one, I want you to find me an old childhood Halloween picture, and I will do the same. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's homework number one. Uh-huh. Um, homework number two, I think that we should watch – a scary no movie. no <laughs> <laughs> you've never shot down an idea like that before i won't do okay, it Okay, so definitely not okay let's see what else what else can you carve a pumpkin as homework is that too yeah. much no i could do that because you'd have Actually, to do it in the I'm next couple of days and done yeah i'm doing it okay great fantastic and for my homework I'll do my actual homework, which is following or finishing my baby's costume. <laughs> yes, make me a toad. Make me a baby toad. I'll make a toad. And then it's all we'll see. Me. If I'm not in any of the photos, then you know that I'm either a dominatrix then- or I'm just in my regular yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yes, nice. Um, and I wanted to open up homework a little bit because I feel like our listener base is becoming a little bit more engaged in a way that I appreciate. Um, so I would love for, I don't know, what do you think? Either sharing with us your favorite kid costume? Yeah, or... childhood costumes. I want to see them. Okay. I want to see childhood costumes specifically. Great. Because I, I, I engage with a lot of adults who dress in costume yeah. currently on a regular basis. 
So yeah. I'm good. I'm saturated on that. Show me kid costume. Yeah, especially if it's embarrassing would be my inclination. But it can also just be Please. if it's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Both are exciting. Like if your jasmine is wearing the wrong color <laughs> pantsuit because <laughs> your mom bought purple for some reason. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, all right. I can't wait to see that. Yes. Uh, and I can't wait to show you uh, childhood <laughs> pictures. Um all right. Well, please uh, connect with us uh, superdylan.com slash fansplained. Uh, we are on all of the places. We have a Instagram femsplained podcast, a Twitter femsplained cast, um, and we are on Facebook as femsplained podcast also. And watch Four Phases. Watch four phases. Or well, I mean, watch all of it, and then watch the watch the finale live in costume to see what Diana's wearing. Oh my god, I would love it if other people were dressed up too. Okay, I'm really emotional about four phases, so this is great. Yeah. Uh, uh, I am gonna go. I'm. This will be my nerd thing for next week, probably. But I'm going to go play on an Oculus (gasps) for the first time ever. Fun. All right. Well, goodbye, Diane. Bye, Avalon.